bioluminescent borax crystals, metaphysical travel agencies, universal remote viewing, anti-gravity entertainment systems, geometrical anomaly schemes, metaversal mind alteration, interdimensional intersexualism, star system super cleanse, black hole backdoor exit, parking in rear, hyperspace hypothesism, butt stuff. And? <laughs> Aliens really love butt stuff, I'm pretty um, sure. They do. Why? I don't know. I, do, do they have like, is, is it, it like Pornhub to them or something? I think it's humans love butt stuff because it's in mm. every single thing. Think about it from South Park to every other probe meme. It's it's always Aliens butt. and the butt stuff? It's an orifice, but there's other ones. So why is it that particular one with the aliens? I do not know. It, it, is it people are afraid of butt stuff? I think, or they secretly want, what? You guys shouldn't be afraid of butt stuff. It's just a butt. It's just a butt? Yeah, if, you, if you've if you ever been on the internet, you realize some people really love stuff up their butt. <laughs> There's a whole industry behind that. And then behind. if you... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> today's episode is about aliens, <laughs> and I'm sure we're gonna talk more about their butt stuff. Well, I wasn't gonna start off with that, but no, never mind. <laughs> Let's get some other position in this conversation. So, anyways, we were you Brady a few weeks ago gave me this book, Secret Machines. Okay, because I had never, you know, I don't know if any of you have heard of Tom DeLonge and his To the Stars Academy. Of arts and science. Of arts and science. And just, you know what? It doesn't matter who you are. You've heard about aliens, right? Like, it is ingrained in our psyche. Yeah. If you haven't heard of aliens, what the fuck? How, well, do, yeah, you, how, how do you even have the technology to, like, listen to a podcast? I feel like aliens are just ingrained in our beings, right? Like, it, like butt stuff is, apparently. Um, <laughs> they, they, they somehow go hand in hand. They really do. Have you, have you ever heard of an alien story and not heard about butt stuff? Or anytime someone... Talks about abduction. The first thing you think of is like, did, a butt probe. They, did, did they probe you? Well, I mean, South Park made fun of it. That means oh, it's yeah. ingrained in our culture yeah. that aliens well, and butt probing. Long before South Park, people have been claiming they've been abducted by aliens. And uh, for some reason, they, there's always these stories of them putting things in the pooper. Well, maybe we better start from the beginning. Have you ever been abducted <laughs> by aliens? <laughs> As far as I'm aware, no. You sure? Okay. Well, I, I personally have never been abducted by aliens nor probed by them. I think we should make sure that our audience knows that. Yeah. That we're not speaking as experts on probing by aliens. No. So um, I find that interesting that that is a thing. I don't know why that is a thing. Like, where it, it, that it, 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 it Do you think it's really me. happening? Like, or is it See, just... See, that, that's the big question. Like, if... People really are getting abducted by abducted by aliens. I cannot talk right now. I think I've had too much butt stuff today. Uh, I guess that's none of my. If business. people have really been abducted by aliens, and these stories are true, at least some of them, okay, then aliens like butt stuff. Maybe and to them that their orifices are not for eliminating waste. Maybe they eliminate waste a different way, and then that's true. They might we, be curious why we have all those. We would never know because we know a lot about human anatomy and many, many of the animals on Earth. We've you know we've studied their anatomies, and most of them have a butt. Yeah, everything eliminates waste. Sometimes they pee and poop out of one hole. But they and still, it's the same hole they eat out of, and it's disgusting that's nasty. from a human standpoint. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I don't think they have tongues, bleh. because I don't, bleh. if there was a god, would he be cruel enough to give something that poops out of their mouth a tongue? 
Mm, I'm just having a bad visual trip right now. Uh, just like, uh, I'm just, it had to go there. I had to go there. I know you did. <laughs> well, most stuff doesn't gross me out, but there is a particularly appetizing little cookie bar sitting next to the microphone. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, thinking about like poop in your mouth and tasting that yeah. cookie bar. It yeah. just, that's just. We're, we're adults, by the way. Everybody. We are. No. You, if you don't true. know this. <laughs> FYI. <laughs> <laughs> And maybe we need to take a trip to the bidet and clean ourselves off because yeah. we really were get, we're talking about aliens because there throughout our history there is mention of beings like it's not something that's new mm-hmm. and in fact there's a, probably lots of people that have talked about this but we want to look at it from a different perspective uh, as far back as any sort of human history has been written down there seems to be stories of beings whether it be these god-like creatures or you know it's always beings that come from the heavens or the skies Mm -hmm. um there's something there's something to that no matter what you believe no matter what religion you have no matter what there there's some kind of story of a being from heaven or a being from the skies this is true every single one Mm -hmm. like there's well even even supposedly satan fell from the skies to the earth yeah, like a meteor. And then he started the uh, the lizard shape shifting Illuminati in the inside the hollow earth or something. He also started the butt stuff. <laughs> but maybe Satan just really loves butt stuff. <laughs> and that's why it's perceived as bad by yeah. some circles. I don't know. Well, and that's like you do, you gave me Secret Machines and The Fire Within, and I read them because yeah, those let's books, talk more about the, those, those books are, are designed books. to introduce the idea through fiction of what we've all historically observed, but it's kind of hidden in plain sight, right? Yeah, that so, there are beings among us. Yes. Yeah, so let, let me uh, let, me explain, let me explain let me explain Secret Machines because I yes. kind of went down a rabbit hole. I like to so. Um, I think it was like four years ago. Tom DeLonge, the singer from the punk rock. American punk rock band that was pretty famous for a while, uh, Blink-182. Look them up, but they're actually pretty good. Very catchy. Um, He was the singer slash guitar player for a while. And then he kind of went off the rails and got really super into UFOs and ufology. And and somehow he got connected with some government officials and people from like DARPA and, and uh, Skunk, Lockheed Martin Skunk Works, which are these people who develop secret aircraft and and, and all sorts of weapons technology yeah. and not even just weapons technology. They develop communications technology, all these like secret technologies, apparently like the government uses uh, in the military stuff. It's all very secretive for a while. And then it comes out to the public, you know, four or five years later when they've done all the research and development, um, basically black projects. So he got hooked up with these guys and people who are like uh, from Pentagon programs who have come out and admitted recently to like all of the press that uh, in, indeed we some taxpayers' money was going to programs to study what they call unidentified aerial phenomena. Not UFOs, unidentified flying objects, uh, but unidentified aerial phenomena. And they, wanted to, they wanted to stress the point that... They want that the distinction, yes. They want to separate that from the stigma. Anyway, they started this group called To the Stars Academy of Arts and Science. Um, basically, it's a... Uh, they wanted an organization where people could invest their money so that they had research and development because what Tom DeLong wanted to do was make this these technologies, if if they really are reverse engineering alien UFO technology, or if they have just developed it and it's our it's our secret military, like aircrafts, no matter what it is, if it's aliens or military, 
He wants that tech available to, for public use so that we can have better transportation. We can launch better satellites into space. So we can't space. just beat the hell out of each other with it, which is what our governments would do with it. Exactly. He, okay. he wants it okay. to be public domain. And so he started this organization to basically get pub, get money from the public and to do this. And so condition the masses to yeah. the idea that they are there. Um, one of the first steps he wanted to take, though, was to condition us slowly to be used to these technologies and used to the idea that we may have recovered alien spacecraft from an archaeological dig, which is what also Bob Lazar was saying long before Tom DeLonge got into any of this stuff. He, um, he we'll talk like, more about him in a little bit. He treated him like poo-poo. Yeah, of course. I am <laughs> Poor Bob Lazar. Hey, yeah. if Bob Lazar's ever listening to this, man. We're sorry. Yeah, we're sorry. You're awesome. I believed you from the get-go, but I love aliens and UFOs and you call me crazy or whatever. But anyway... Um, to, to slow drip this idea to the masses so that we don't freak the fuck out and lose all of the <laughs> like religious and social structures we've built up over the millennia uh, because of the idea that we're not alone. Uh, he, he started with these fiction books that's called Secret Machines, S-E-K-R-E-T, mm-hmm. which is it, it's a little bit different of a definition. I don't want to go into that right now because I don't know what I'm talking about. I can't remember what he said about that and why he called it that. It's in have, the foreword of the book. Also, you guys have Google. You can but, look it yeah, up. Go, go, we get encourage the book. inquiry. The books yeah. are actually really fascinating, good stories. They're fiction. Okay. But yes. As a la- librarian, laced, they're written very well. Laced and weaved into the fiction is these ideas of secret government spacecraft being reverse engineered and being tested in Area 51, which we all kind of, I mean, come on. If you don't if you don't know that they test secret aircraft at Area 51, like the SR-71 Blackbird that the CIA developed, or paid to develop, um, or the, uh, the, uh, the, the, what was it called, the X-Ash A-12 that Elon Musk named his child after, was a, was a secret government aircraft that barely anybody knows about because the SR-71 was more popular because of X-Men, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it was basically the brother of this aircraft. Okay. These are these secret spy planes that fly up at like 95,000 feet and spy on Russia back in the Cold War. And we, I mean, nobody fucking knew about this except for a few select spies and some governmental departments. And so, you know, they were flying them over Groom Lake in Nevada, which is Area 51. And, you know, it's just kind of, that place is known for these experimental test flights. And if there, if we did reverse engineer UFOs or if we developed them and there is no aliens... That's where they would be testing them, and people have claimed to see lots and lots of weird lights in the sky over there. So there's a possibility we have anti-gravity technology, and it's a, it's just huge news if this was true and they were keeping it secret. So Tom DeLong and his organization is trying to slow drip that idea through fiction and non-fiction works into your, into your mind, so you're kind of conditioned to it. Um, so you don't spaz. So you don't spaz, yeah. Because humans spaz when change hits them in the yeah. face. And I still don't know if it's real or not, but it... it, it the fact that he's got all of these ex-government, these are re- like they're professionals. These, these are yeah. professional people. They're not fucking wackadoodles like Alex Jones or like George Nori on Coast to Coast AM. Um, sorry, George Nori, you're not a wackadoodle, but I mean, just if you listen to some of your callers and stuff, there's a stigma around all of this that kind of says wackadoodle because you got all these rednecks saying they got probed in the butt. Always the butt. Yeah, and I don't know exactly what's going on with all that, but um, at right now there is a uh, what. Tom DeLong calls a disclosure program happening through to the Stars Academy. They he he was he claims he was put in charge by the actual U.S. government and Department of Defense to have he has permission from them to uh, slowly disclose the existence of these technologies and possibly the existence of aliens. 
And so it's kind of big news and it's something I really wanted to talk about. I'm very passionate about this subject because it's fascinating. Like think about the fact that we may be being visited by extraterrestrial beings. Well, and in the books, we weren't just visited. We are directed. I mean, they kind of hint out that the entire ability of language was gifted to us by benevolent beings of light. Yeah. And I thought that was a cool little twist on the story. Again, this is fiction. So we don't know how much of this is true and which is what's fiction. There's no real, there's no definitive lines between what is the ideas he's trying to slow drip and what's actually still fiction. But um, he was basically saying in the books that uh, the cuneiform language of the Sumerians, um, which was one of the first, I think was the first actual written language understood by everybody at the time, uh, that was gifted to us by extraterrestrials. Also with some freaky-deaky metal. And, yeah, it was, like, carved on... I think... I don't know if it was made... Was it gifted to us, or was it just they found this artifact that had this language, and it was... There was some mystical things to it that where we could just automatically understand it. I don't know. Well, I'm almost and I have an anecdote before we continue. That yeah, yeah, with. yeah. My husband was in the military, and a lot of the things that we are seeing now, they had. He's quite older than me. He's been out of the military since 1994. Mm-hmm. They had and were using in the late 80s that we are seeing that are becoming you know new tech to us now. Yeah. So just think about that. It. I feel like the government is oh, already. The- the biometric face scanners that we have on yeah, our phones? they're old. That's from like the yeah. 70s. And, and so I feel like maybe the tech that they've reverse engineered, if they do indeed has this, is so far advanced now and they're ready to, you know, because eventually yeah. bring that out, that it's like you're going to have to be conditioned. I hate the word conditioned because it implies mm-hmm. you have no control. But do you know what I mean? That you, your brain has to get used to the idea that, wow, there's something so much bigger yeah. In order to be and, able to use that, you know. But I, I think there really is a huge nugget of truth buried within the To The Stars Academy stuff. I do too. Because if you guys look back, actually it's been for the past three years now, in the mainstream news, CNN, New York Times, I think New York Times broke the story originally. Are you talking about the Navy pilot? Um, yeah, the Navy pilot, uh, Commander Fravor, uh, what the fuck was his name, James Fravor or something like that. Can you look that That's up real quick while I'm talking about it? That's why we have an iPad. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Apple. But as Commander Fravor, Navy pilot, um, you the videos were published on New York Times originally, I believe, or CNN or both at the same time. But uh, it's called the Tic Tac video. And there was one other one that it, it's not as popular, but it's still pretty it, – was, it wasn't as clear of a video. But it was video from these targeting systems on some of the most advanced aircraft we have right now, some fighter jets, reconnaissance jets. And these are extremely advanced targeting systems like they're, you know – the, the, the fucking cream of the crop. Like, you can't deny the evidence that... Yeah, he was on these the are, these, This isn't just, like, a blur on the fucking camera. Like, 90% of the UFO videos you can watch on YouTube where it's like, is that real? Is that Photoshop? Is that just a fucking moth or a speck of dust? Or headlights in the distance that kind of reflect off a lake or something? Um, this is unquestionably a... By definition unidentifiable flying object, okay? Yeah, it was David Fravor. I'm not saying it's aliens, and and Commander Fravor's not saying it's aliens. Actually, he came out, so this happened in 2004. Okay, oh, it started in 2004. But he came out this year and said he doesn't want to be associated with aliens. And see, that's interesting. Right. That can feed conspiracy theories. because it's not provable. And it can also feed the fact that he could be pressured. You don't even know, or Mm -hmm. he just wants to say, hey, this was weird, I don't know what it is, but I'm not going to say it's aliens. I mean, to be responsible you need to you cannot jump to the conclusion that it is aliens but there are these unidentified aircraft that they that was uh essentially what he describes as um not following the traditional laws of physics or propulsion a strange white object flying through the sky yeah and he and the the data from the targeting system points to the fact that 
It is not using a you know a conventional propulsion system. Okay. It is not following the laws of traditional physics that we follow. Um, so there's just a lot of questions surrounding these and videos. In the books, these are real videos yeah. declassified straight from the Department of Defense okay. from the Pentagon. And it says they wanted to clear up speculation about what they were. That's why they released them. Okay. In order to clear up any misconceptions by the public, right, that it's not alien. Or not they're not the hiding footage. aliens. Well, they wanted to also say that it is actual real footage. Like, yeah, it is real footage. It's yeah. not. It's unaltered. It's not allowed to be altered to be archived in the Pentagon. So, um, it was just released straight raw footage of the of that the targeting this is what system. This is. Um, but it, it there brought up a lot of questions because it's also this wasn't the very first time that this has ever happened in the military. It's there's stories back from World War II of uh, like uh, almost. Almost every year, there's like a uh, an Air Force pilot coming out with a story about possibly weirdness. being followed by these weird aircraft. And we all want to jump to the conclusion that it's aliens. But we have to look at the fact that there's also a very real possibility that another country has better technology than us. And they have these experimental aircraft that are flying around to spy on us. I think Just like been... we did in World War II or in uh, the Cold War. We developed the... Um, the, the uh, what the fuck? The SR-71 Blackbird, the... Uh, the the Ash X-12 or whatever. And well, there was another one that... There was one that actually... We, that a pilot accidentally crashed in the Soviet Union. Mm -hmm. And they captured the pilot and, and got a hold of the, uh, the aircraft. And it was... We've because they thought the stealth technology was better than it was, and they and they scrambled MIGs and shot it down. Or since post World War II, all governments have been in a race to be. Yeah, there, there's this there's this race of secret technology. But in the it's machine like secret machines books, you have a metaphysical craft. Yes, that, it is ran in a way that, and then we reverse. There's some reverse engineering mm -hmm. as well, but but at the same time, interspersed throughout both the narratives. You have basically sighting stories. Like, they are universal. They're like with our Bigfoot episode. Yeah. You can't discount what people's... Now, eyewitnesses can sometimes be not, not... I You know, what is the word I'm looking for? Like, you know what I mean? But at the same not time... Not a credible source of information. But at the same time, you should not doubt what those people saw. They saw something. And yeah. so there's been so many... But they possibly saw something. Yeah. Okay, there is... I've, I think I've brought this up the before on the show. Yeah. But you have a group of people who may have really seen something... And they just can't explain it with words that we know. Yes. They can't. They can't even like al like make an allegory that we would understand about it. So it's it it you're just like oh this is unexplainable. It might be fucking aliens from outer space. And I think that all kind of came to be from the Roswell crash mm -hmm. because there were talks of aliens a little bit back before then, but it really became popular when there was that was the Roswell crash, which officials fucking will die on the hill. That it was a weather balloon or some kind of experimental weather application, and we just didn't know what it was. But everybody thought it was aliens. But the government was be no matter what the government was being secret squirrel about it and and causing disinformation. They did a di there's a guy who uh, whistle blew about that who basically they intentionally spread they they ran a disinformation campaign to basically uh, so Russia didn't find out what the hell was going on because I think they were doing like a spy balloon or something. Well, and I, <laughs> I don't know. The International UFO Museum and Research Center, I think, perfectly encapsulates aliens and UFO um, everything because I've been there. It's in Roswell. Uh -huh. The whole town is built on this incident now. It's funny. It's a dairy town. It smells like cows. Mm -hmm. But then there's aliens everywhere, which I will get to cows in a second. I love that, that might be where that comes from. But That's anyways, a good point. Um, the, the museum itself. You go in and they have the most wonderfully cataloged visual thing of the entire Roswell incident. 
But then they and they have all of this like stuff. Like the newspaper clippings and all that. No, they have actual military photographs. Like oh. it, it's very interesting, Fun. and it's in a narrative. But at the same time, they have all this wacky pop culture stuff too. So it's oh, like yeah. you have to go through, and then they have an entire research library anybody can go in that has everything pertaining to aliens and UFOs. Ah, the coveted archives of it, ufology. It, it's pretty interesting, but like you said, you have to weed through the sensationalization and yeah. weirdness stuff and then also the actual narrative it's very fascinating well, you sh- if you can go there go there it's really nice. I, I would love to i we're, can't wait to go there i'm going to go there someday gonna, it's super great and the cow thing which even we'll talk if, about in a minute even if aliens aren't real it's fun to fantasize about it because it's like we don't want to be alone maybe i think is part of the problem we don't want to be alone in the universe because that causes overwhelming existential dread also, it's almost look, like it gives us more of a responsibility okay. as, a, as a species. Look how many Marvel <laughs> movies there are. We like make-believe oh, yeah, as a species Star Wars, and, Marvel. People, and abilities beyond our own. And we love that yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, I so we, mean, do, we, we love the ideas of that. We love the ideas of gods and us being gods and, and then, superpowers and heroes. And, and as long as it's not overtaking yeah. your ability to live, it's pretty fun just to hang out and think yeah. about it, right? But, yeah. But, that, but that's where Tom DeLonge comes in is... Because he was a big part of the actual UFO community, mm-hmm. especially being a celebrity, he became really very popular in that community. But I think he got tired of the stigma of wackadoodles within the community too. because He's there are a lot of fucking wackadoodles. Because back to my point, there was two groups of people. There's people who might have saw something, mm-hmm. and then there's the people who just make shit up to get attention. And who they're absolutely full of garbage. There's no well, fucking. They're like the people who attribute nothing ever attribute happened. mystical powers to Bigfoot. There's a lot of those people yeah. who think he's a shapeshifter, interdimensional being From the hollow and stuff. Earth. It's just weird, and yeah. it's like, people and I'm not. And if you want to live in that realm, good for you. But it's like, I think it delegitimizes people that are actually trying to prove things. Like, yeah, along. I think he wanted to separate himself. He did from yeah. that. But that's when he got involved with actual officials who actually studied these things yes. in the Pentagon, the Department of Defense, the the an, 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 an authoritative official source of study. To what was going on, they call it unidentified aerial phenomenon because it is a phenomenon because we don't know what it is. And they refer it could to be the, the Russians, the it could be the phenomenon. Chinese, yeah. it could be the Japanese, it could be fucking aliens from outer space, from uh, whatever. What did I can't remember what Bob Lazar's the star system he said that came from. It's like some weird. And name. He's narrowed it down to a star system. From fucking nipple on nine. Nipple on nine. I'm sure it's not butt stuff seven. Like I, that sounds like a bad porno. I'm sorry. Well. You're going to digress for a while. Uh, the thing about aliens is Oops. it's not just since the Roswell incident. We have been talking about it as a species from the beginning, whether it was to make sense of us, how we existed, how we came to be, to we needed bigger things than ourselves, to whatever. There's so, And I think that's mm-hmm. what makes it hard for Mr. DeLong. It, and the separation is it's so ingrained in us that, oh, yeah. that's a kooky alien conspiracy theory. And there is so know? much bullshit out there, too. Well, so. and just like, I thought the museum was and a fiction. perfect representation of that. It's like, yeah. you have to comb, and that's that the, is a great That's a great representation. Applying hypothesism to it, because I'm going to apply it to everything. It's we like, have you to. have to, you have all these impressions on aliens. I mean, yes. you do, I do. And then well, you have we. to constantly re- reevaluate, because I'm not even saying it's aliens. The phenomenon is a much better term. The phenomenon, yeah. Because there are things that happen to all of us we can't explain. That doesn't mean it's aliens, that, and it doesn't mean it's not. That was a very carefully crafted term. That's also interesting that everything is carefully crafted. It's like they're trying because really, 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 really hard. Well, what the deal is, is like, there really is a serious thing going on where there's these unidentified flying objects. And nobody knows. Obviously, they're unidentified. We don't know what they are. But they're being seen in mass all over the world, everywhere, all the time. By all different types and of And nobody knows what the fuck is going on. If they are aliens, 
if they have revealed themselves, they've only revealed themselves to like the government or something. I don't. That doesn't know. mean. Well, but really, I think that maybe we never made real contact if these are aliens, and maybe they're not aliens. Again, like- maybe it's the Russians spying on us. In which case, all they have to do is like put out an app like TikTok. Yeah. And then it has full control over the, your face camera all the time. Anytime they want, they can just tap into your fucking smartphone camera. Hi, so why would they need a why would they yeah. need a special flying machine anymore? Well, and and that's maybe it was maybe it was something they developed back in the sixties, and that just I really liked the before bo- smartphones. Well, and that's like I really loved the books, Secret Machines and the Fire Within. Not because just the I love about the unknown. I love they were very well written. The narrative was good. But good now stories, I'm, I'm yeah. dying to know. What truth stuff was it based on and what is narrative? Yeah, because like, in I book two, in book two, they were talking about metaphysical powers, psychic power. Again, they, they choose terms very carefully to make sure they separate from stigma. So, like, they were talking about what they call metaphysical uh, phenomenon, I guess. And seeding Which DNA. is, like, the psychic kind of powers, like, um, and, and, this, and uh, the CIA. Yeah. Those back are- to the CIA. They ran this program called MK Ultra. Which is how they've developed all these psychological techniques. Which is that's what it they were studying in MK Ultra. It's declassified. You can go get the documents. The Alex, documents. Alex Jones has all the documents in the fucking Infowars archive. I bet. Um, <laughs> the documents. <laughs> but basically, um, it wasn't just MK Ultra. What was I talking about? Oh, the metaphysical. The metaphysical stuff. aspect. Um, if, if you've ever heard of the movie The Men Who Stare at Goats, it's also a novel. It was based on a novel, that like every other fucking fantastic. movie. Um, but that was based on real experiments within MK Ultra. If they could remote view Russian documents, <laughs> come on, it's all about the documents. It's always everybody. about the documents, ladies and gentlemen. Like, well, and also, I the- sat down and take a shit. Set <laughs> <Is that> documented, <laughs> and all of a sudden, I had this vision. I was looking over Putin's shoulder, and he had the globalist plan sitting right there. Wow, Alex! And I took a mental picture of it with your butt. <laughs> Anyway, I, I'm going to go That's on okay. about that. Well, but basically, like, um, they, they actually ran experiments. They had these fucking people who claimed to have these secret powers. I don't, whatever you want to call them. I'm just going to generalize. We okay. have a lot of them. They're called mediums and psychics. They yeah, they're mediums and psychics. Yeah. But these, these supposedly super intuitive individuals that could, like, somehow leave their separate their consciousness from their body. You're talking about remote viewing. Fly to fucking Russia and somehow. Within seconds, I viewed documents on the table. The scary thing was there was some very definitive, possibly coincidental, um, <laughs> like <laughs> happenings with this that also came out in the declassified documents where um, they did these experiments if they could see what was on a document in a different room somewhere. And they were in Faraday cages also, which is a cage designed to block all electromagnetic signals from coming in or out. So somehow, they were able to have their consciousness leave the Faraday cage. You know what I'm guessing? And they probably did a lot of acid. Because uh, yeah. this was right around um, the time was, they were doing actually, studies with probably, LSD. They did all, yeah. All of this probably was probably did. done on LSD. Well, and they, the big huge thing with the CIA and a lot of the scientists during that time is we only use a small percentage of our brain oh, power, yeah, yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. And so they thought they could tap into yeah. using more of our brain and then we could have such things as remote viewing and all that. And I find that all of a sudden in this book, they bring up the idea of um, DNA changing uh-huh. and then all of a sudden it tapped into this sort of hive mind ability of metaphysical powers and um this is when the book got kind of woo this is in second book so spo- you know we'll put a spoiler at this because i actually want to talk about this stuff yeah. we won't ruin it for you guys but 
That's some big. What? How is that correlating with these beings? Because you got beings of light. Yeah, they're all. The first book was mostly about the secret. uh, Uh, The machine itself. The secret machine itself. The the UFO program of the the government Uh, ran. Yeah. Supposedly, allegedly, whatever. And then you interviewed. And deep underground, uh, deep underground uh, military bases and stuff. Obviously, and it was about survivor and yeah, and Nazis. Nazis have to be. A quick gist of the story, without spoiling anything, it's about. It, it, it covers multiple people's... They kind of Tarantino it together, so it's like multiple storylines that connect at the end. And it's like one of them is a journalist who runs a debunking website yep. to debunk crazy things like this. But then she like leaks some real information, and so then all of a sudden there's people trying to, to kill her, so she's on the run. And then it's about... A pilot who gets the privilege of piloting one of these crafts because he experienced an event. Because he, so, yeah, because he experienced an, an event in the Middle East during the uh, the Gulf War, I believe it was, it was. In Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Yep. Um, so then uh, the the other you have a venture like a capitalist, cons- the venture capitalists and daughter. consortium group of yep. of powerful individuals, the Illuminati, and then mm-hmm. you have a really horrible, horrible man. And yes, yes, yes. Yes, a hitman. Uh, that's in the second book. I don't think he no, was he's in the, in the first he book. In, I he can't trains remember. Alan. I got to read these again because it's been a couple of years now. I Freaking read... great stories, though. Okay, yeah, just for take reading... away, take away all of the UFO shit. Take away all of it's the, just fun to the, read. The, the take away all of the to the stars shit. Fun it's to a really read. good written book. Really good stories, and I can't wait till the movie comes out because they are developing a movie. Oh, so. I'm so excited because it is. It's multiple storylines that actually go and correlate yeah. with one major storyline, and then and it's done so perfectly. It is really well done. A shout out to the writer AJ Hartley. I think it was the first yep. book, and he did the second, he did the second book. Yeah. yeah, AJ Hartley is a friggin' story writing genius. And like, I looked him up before He's I a Shakespeare I read the f- I read the foreword of the book and then looked him up because I didn't know who he was. Yeah, and um, he writes like shake. He wrote Shakespeare novels and stuff like. Yeah, this is a, completely out of what you would expect from this guy, and it's the story writing. I'm telling you, is incredible. Read these books. Don't have any stigma with it. Just read the books as as a fiction story. And it's he's great. a distinguished professor yeah. of Shakespeare at UNC yeah. Charlotte, and the thing is with him is he understands narrative yeah. because it's but, very good. But back to aliens. But we have to talk about the fact that Tom DeLonge went on Joe Rogan's podcast and admitted, "I'm working with the Department of Defense and ex Skunk Works guys and DARPA guys and all these other. You can go on their website and they have a profile of everybody that's working for this. They account. do have a They're completely right? transparent about all this. As far as you know, I don't know what they're not being transparent about, but what they are being transparent." about is scary because he admitted on Joe Rogan's podcast being the head of this to the stars Academy that their goal is to disclose the existence of these technologies and possibly aliens and metaphysical properties that we have tapped into in the past. Now we may think it's we would have about all these psychic powers and stuff, but maybe they're real and have just been kept secret from us during the MK ultra program. A lot of other things like them spiking cities in America with LSD in the water supply to see what would happen or like, um, another one, Operation Midnight Climax, where they w- they ran these brothels. The CIA did this. They ran brothels. Oh, yeah. And when the Johns came in, they secretly had the whores. I'm sorry if that's derogatory. But they had the whores drug the Johns with fucking LSD. And then they would ha- have these whores run special like the psychological techniques and then they would study the results because they were in the other room watching on a camera or oh, to a, a one-way and mirror administering to things to people without their consent that's yes uh, but that's how cia government. did that they they fucking okay but look they've been caught they went to chicago i think it was a, a suburb in chicago or a, or, a, or a projects in chicago and they sprayed this weird virus just to see how it would spread on american citizens this is an american intelligence program running experiments unknowingly to the american public and then when they get and then when it gets leaked 
It's usually 25, 30 years later and nobody cares. They don't even... But we care about fucking Baby Yoda and his goddamn egg-eating fucking oh, bullshit. Baby Yoda, you genocide. And, 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 and not having pronouns in a Twitter bio, but we don't care that the CIA runs secret experiments on fucking people. Well, and here's something that's going to kind of make you And I hope I get shot for this. <laughs> is here's your board of directors for the, to the Stars Academy. The top yeah, co-founder... Yeah, let's read these out. Read these the out. The co-founder is Dr. Hal Puthoff. I don't know. Puthoff, is that how you say his name? PhD. I always said Puthoff. Puthoff. Well, anyways, 50 years as a research scientist for General Electin, elect, Electric. General and, Electric. And then he's a DOD research scientist and physicist for the Pentagon. The next yeah, guy like, is 25 uh, Seriously years. accredited people. These aren't like well, here's just your, your average UFO guys. Jim These are Simivan is 25 years yeah, o- operations officer for the CIA, director yeah. of operations. And then you have- He's the, the one that leaked the, the fact that they were doing the ATIP program, which is the advanced- can you look up ATIP real quick? Yeah, well, I was just... I don't want to be full of shit. ATIP? So I can't remember the acronym. For CIA? Yeah, I'm um, just taking Pentagon, Pentagon ATIP. Oh, okay, hold A- on. ATIP. Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification? Yeah, Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification program for the Pentagon that they were really doing. And when he came out with that, they finally... Get, they basically Couldn't declassified the paper trail that this actually existed. And they denied its existence for years. Just like they denied Area 51 was a military base until 1990-something. And then they came out and said, oh, that does exist because you guys keep asking about it. We still don't know what the fuck's going on there. It's just a secret flight testing area. Some Naruto, I mean, it makes sense because, yeah. <laughs> it, makes, it makes sense to have a facility like that out in the middle of fucking nowhere. So if a test, like if they're testing a nuclear-powered aircraft or something and it crashes, it doesn't fucking kill an entire, like, city of innocent people. Well, like the I nearest stayed, town to Area 51 is like miles and miles and miles and miles away. I stayed at White Sands uh, Air, Base, Air Base down in New Mexico, yeah. and they test the missiles over the missile range, mm-hmm. and there's kind of a good reason. Like you just yeah. said, you don't want a missile to fail and then blow up in Taos. It's better to blow up out in this huge gypsum desert. Yeah, you know? so it makes sense, but at the same time, you also have to wonder. There's a reason that we all wonder what the fuck's going on there, because they are being super secret. Now, they're doing this because it's national security reasons. If... Any old spy in the whole world can just go ask any old American citizen, hey, what what, uh, what do you think the government's doing? And then we have the knowledge and tell them, then they're going to go over and fucking copy it or make something better and kill us all. I don't well, know. I mean, look how that's, bad it that's, is that's when that's our own government idea, employees man. leak that stuff. I get why yeah, gov- that's true. I get why governments are secretive at so- to some extent, but then it also makes me sad because yeah, makes if me there are what we actual don't know. beings out there that are intelligent... <laughs> And whatnot. Well, then again, you might want to not want to know people who get mad about a fictional character eating yeah. eggs. I don't know. So, but, I, I, but we all do. We all. But let's talk about this because there's very accredited individuals talking are, about well, the Pentagon spending lots and lots and lots of millions of dollars in secret on a program to study these flying objects, and we don't get to know what they found. We just get to know, finally, that that, that program existed. Well, now, would that Pentagon keep running that program for years and years and years since the 60s or whenever it was or started? Or did it evolve into something um, else? Well, would they have keep running that if there was they just weren't finding anything? Mm-hmm. No. Obviously, something happened... Something's going on. It doesn't know what it is, but something's going on, and they f- and have to fucking put all these resources into studying it for years up or, until they're still. I think they just uh, defunct the program, and I think it is something else now. Too is the government comes up with places to put money so they can use it for other. That's things. true. It could just be money laundering. The, operation for and that's okay to do that if you're the government because you have much, to hide your paper trail on secret projects. I feel like look what they did with the Manhattan e- Project when yeah. they were developing nuclear bombs. They had to fucking hide the money that they spent everywhere. I think there's too they much anecdotal through, evidence they, to say that something doesn't. They exist went to the length of point. they went through the length of laundering our tax money through drug cartels 
in order to throw off any spies that, is that are looking into the paper trail. So they were looking over here. Oh, the, the government's running drug money through this cartel when in actuality they were fucking developing nuclear bombs to drop on Japan. Yeah. So it's like, so it's like you don't really know because of a lack of transparency. Mm-hmm. We partially understand the transparency, but then on the flip side, for both national security reasons and for people do not handle change well or yeah, they exist. Because I think true. that's the main reason is they know it. There's too much <laughs> anecdotal evidence for something to not be there. I think yeah. it's you, you know what it, the something is. I will not speculate, but mm. I do believe that there's something. Uh, uh, when I apply logic and the, and the three eyes of hypothesis yes. to the situation, it's way more likely to be possible. Like. A rival government developing secret technologies that True. we don't know about. And maybe we also have those technologies, but we're never going to come out and fucking say that. We can't. But That's not how intelligence the, the, works. The, the, the attitude behind it all, though, is that we don't have these technologies in America. They've come out and said that. Maybe they're lying, but they claim we don't have this anti-gravity technology uh, or whatever it is that's pro- pro- the, the propulsion system on these craft that seems to be violating the typical laws of physics. Um... But somebody else does, whether it be aliens or somebody else has this technology. That's the whole point of those leaked videos from uh, Commander Fravor. I know what we're doing in physics departments in our colleges, making yeah. mole- like making elements disappear and come back in the quantum yeah. realm. So did, I can't possibly say that stuff is not going on. Did you see they're making a, had- a Hadron Collider that's like fucking uh, so many times bigger than the one we already have? Did you see that? Well, it's huge, the one at CERN. I think they're really trying to get... I think they're really trying to make a stable version of that Element 151. The, whoa, that would be bad. So that we can't have these UFOs work. Because, okay, the story that Bob Lazar likes to push, he is a guy back in the 80s. Uh, guys, this is all alleged, but I'm just saying what I what I kind of know about it. We're discussing. Um, but Bob Lazar claims that he worked for, uh, um, what was the... Was that other part? Uh, Los Alamos mm-hmm. Research Labs, which they're another uh, research lab responsible for like these secret projects. And that's why we do fun nuclear yeah, things. They, they, I think, they developed most of our propulsion systems for most of the aircraft we use today. Mm-hmm. Um, they develop a lot of our weaponry, the bombs and stuff like that. Los Alamos is some serious shit. They don't even do this. They're the ones that don't do the stuff in secret. But what they do do in secret, I'm sure, is amazing. But he claimed to work there, and then he was recruited by. Some dark operations to work in Area 51. He's come out and said this, okay? He's claimed to have worked at Area 51. And he claims that they were actually reverse engineering a what they what he thinks might be an alien craft from you know from aliens from a different star system that had crashed here. They've supposedly recovered one of them on an archaeological dig and you know. Some other stuff like that. But basically, they've been trying to reverse engineer it so we have this propulsion technology so that we can possibly, you know, explore the fucking stars. Well, we're going to have to, yeah. Become a part of the the Universal Republic of Jippinon 4 or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Jippinon 4. Remember, it's but I don't know who seven. names these galaxies and stars. I'm just making... I'm, I'm trying to tap into their mindset. But anyway... Okay. Um, he claims it worked at Area 51, reverse engineered these craft... Uh, they discovered an element called Element 151. It's supposedly responsible for negative mass, which is what makes the anti-gravity propulsion possible. And there's all sorts of, like, gravity manipulation and magnetic manipulation and all sorts of weird shit going on there. And then uh, he had some, like, marital problems. So the the government claimed, okay, that's a conflict of interest. He's going to become unstable. She's going to leak the secrets. He's going to leak the secrets. So they fucking blacklisted him, erased his college records, erased his records from Los Alamos. 
Um, and he and got why? fucking scared for his life because they threatened him all the time. He went and leaked to the news in uh, over in uh, where was it? I don't know. He to to George Knapp, a journalist of some news place back in the eighties. Um, George Knapp blew the story wide open and said, "Hey, we got uh, this guy claiming to fucking be from Area Fifty One, and so Bob Lazar." Came out and just spilled all the beans, apparently. This is all alleged. For all we know, he's a fucking misinformation agent. I don't know. We don't know him first. He seems like a straightforward... Just like Alex Jones might be a misinformation agent. Um, Tom DeLonge's probably a misinformation agent. We don't fucking know what kind of goddamn psyops the CIA's running. And I wouldn't be on that for a while, by the way, because it scares the shit out of me. I'm still scared of that. Yeah, you um, seem to really like the CIA. I think they want us to look over here. What, what, what's going on over there? Well, misdirection is a pretty old as human being well, sort of magic tactic. Tricks. Yeah, yeah. It, we love misdirection. We love illusions. We do. It's but fun it's to watch. Not fun when you're but the subject it, of the it. The fact of the matter is, it works, and they're good at it. The people who practice these things. So imagine if, like, an organization spent billions of black dollars on fucking uh, the misinformation campaigns <laughs> to sway us from thinking one way when they're doing something different. I don't know. I'm just saying that it could all be fucking complete garbage bullshit just to make us think one way when really they're just developing uh, like chemicals to put in our water to control us. I don't fucking also, know. Also, that makes me wonder, <laughs> like with all of this alien and ufology stuff, if everything that is part of the collective human knowledge of it is not misdirection, like for whatever yeah, it actually it is. And because they sort of hint at that in the books a little bit, that it's not really what we think. But then at the end of the second book, it's sort of exactly like what we think. So it's like, yeah. I, I don't know what they're trying Because that was sort of the gist I got coming at this, not knowing about any of that until you told me about it. And then mm -hmm. I'm reading all this and it's like, they're trying to present it as it's a little different than it's been perceived, blah, 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 and presented. And then all of a sudden at the end of the second book, it's very woo and very, very much so like what I you would think, uh, visualize an aliens to be. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, now what are they doing now? Are they trying to use what we use think of as aliens to soften the narrative and then we'll just have those little seeds of information in there for what really comes out like possibly i i don't you know I, i've educated kids for a lot of years and so i do know when i introduce information i i love spiral learning like yeah. saxon math is that way where you build on things and so is that what this is? Is it building and then give it a little bit and then, and then how that information... But that's what Tom Belong said they were trying to do. Well, and I saw their mission statement, which I thought was interesting. Maybe was, he's starting with all of this mystical woo-woo stuff, right? And then, and then gonna, But then he's going to come out with the next book or the next movie or the next thing. And it's, it started, slowly starts to get more serious. Well, and yeah. slowly starts to be more of a reality in the technology that we have coming out as well. Because it says, collect and study anomalous data, develop technology related to the findings, and explain to humanity through story. That is their that's three the, that's areas. That's the To The Stars Academy official website. And that's the um, By the way, it's uh, tothestarsacademy.com. It is just... I recommend going there. Everybody should go there and read it because it's fascinating. Because, again, these are very accredited individuals working for this company, working for this organization. And why are they doing that? And why is it called an Academy of Arts and Science? Yeah. Well, and that's usually... arts being the the drip, the slow drip of the story to get us used to it. Science being the technology they're trying to develop to uh, to release to the public, so we have better propulsion systems and better. And why is there business people and, in there? Because there's like um, because it is a business. Well, no, but a private ex equity Miser. expert like the, they've got like well, everything you need to do a, to shape people's minds. Yeah. Because when you have education... Well, it could be a CIA guy. Well, well, I'm not saying it's nefarious. <laughs> there is a CIA guy in there, but it's yeah. like, it's very fascinating to me. Like, I want to know why. 
I don't even want to know well, the, why aliens exist. You, I want to know. Seriously, all of you go listen to the Joe Rogan Tom DeLonge episode. He's done a few other podcasts too, but I like Joe Rogan's episode because Joe's a little skeptical the whole time. Um, so it kind of helps to, he challenges Tom a little bit and gets him to admit certain things he doesn't on the other podcast, but you can tell the whole time he was like very filtered, filtered, filtered on what he could say and what he can't say, because he also had, like, he was working with all these other individuals. He's probably signed so he doesn't have, yeah, exactly. He doesn't have he the power just to come out and spill all the beans. So now he's even hiding shit. Well, but he was like, even like he was even he was even caught up in the whole Hillary Clinton email leak because she was emailing him the whole fucking time. But that was because from the, the Department of Defense email there servers. Was, it was Podesta and Podesta, yeah, yeah. That was and it wasn't even anything to do with Hillary. It was just that he was working with him at that time. Yeah, because these books, the first one came out in 2014. So also think about what's happened since 2014. Oh, that's a while I mean, back. There's, yeah. there's I can't believe stuff. it's been that long. I know. Jesus I, Christ. I, I just well. Hmm. I, it's something. I and then it's just fascinating. That's all. It, something's going on. Let's just put it that way. Something fucking fascinating is happening okay, right now. Okay, even the most skeptic of skeptics, we're all over has, here. Can can concur with us that there is some reason they're doing this? Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's something happening, but I don't know exactly what it is. Nobody's giving me enough. Data well, I think to make they. I mind. think the government finally wants to sell these technologies to the private sector. It's a very lucrative operation. Or the time might have come. But they can't just come out and say, oh, by the way, we had UFOs, so that's why these planes fly on anti-gravity now. You know what I mean? They can't just come out and say that, because they've already fucking dug themselves a hole of lies. So. Well, and think of the explosion of technology after Roswell. Think of how much life has changed after that. Uh-huh. Like, oh, the, a the, lot. In pop culture, it's just fucking full of aliens ever since then. But even long before Roswell, we were talking we still, about UFOs. Oh, yeah. There were UFO sightings on record from presidents. Yeah. Fucking U.S. presidents. Not that they're necessarily the most authoritative source of information and they're not full of shit, but I'm just saying... U.S. presidents have come out and said they've fucking colluded with aliens. So, I mean, come on. Well, and that's just it. Is it, is it a device to further a narrative? Is it I actual real? I, and I, I would I, like to know. I love the story about... Um, I'm a little rusty on the story, but bear with me here. There's a story. Supposedly, these uh, Delta Force Black Ops fucking soldiers uh, fought a legitimate little battle with these aliens in a deep underground missile base in... Uh, in uh, I think it was in New Mexico. Maybe it was Los Alamos or uh, sector sector eight or there's some weird fucking <laughs> like seven. basically there was a the deep, Autobots were in there. I think somebody <laughs> made this story up because it was a bunch of different conspiracies tied into one. There was a deep underground military base in which an entire level of this bunker was devoted to aliens being able to conduct their own science on Earth because they colluded with the United States government Ooh. and. Um, somehow one of the fucking scientists wandered down there when he shouldn't have. He saw that they were doing unauthorized human experimentation. So that uh, this supposed treaty that they'd made had been broken. So they sent fucking Delta force down there. A bunch of people died. And these were military folks so this was that were on record saying this. Is this where I got to find it. We got to find where this. the doom video game came from. I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was a great video. game. Oh, well, it just was kind of reminds me of it. Just going through <laughs> killing aliens. It was a great video game. I don't know. So Delta force fighting aliens in an underground base. Yeah. Type that in. Let's we'll see. see what happens. But the, uh, allegedly these were accredited ex military operatives who just decided to whistleblow. I think it's all bullshit, but I mean, it's a fun story. That's okay, all. But make it's a fun story. Fun. Yeah. Like, it's a fun story. Cause it, maybe it did happen and that's crazy. Maybe it didn't happen. It's a good story. Thanks. You know what I want to know about aliens while I look this up? Huh. We'll talk about it. I, I, I think I might answer, answer my own question, but ever since Roswell, like it's with the cows. Why are even in this book? There's cows. Why are aliens associated yeah. with big beasties? But then, we like I said, up, before we bring up butt stuff, yes. we're going to. 
We yes. already did. We're going to talk in depth about butt stuff. Deep yeah. butts. Deep. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to um, dig through the, the cigarette. The, the cattle mutilation yeah, what phenomenon. Was. Now, that's an actual phenomenon, too, that nobody can explain. Well, they, I can Maybe explain. we'll be able to explain it in the future or more evidence will come up, but we can't explain the actual, like... Why cows? Like, these cows got surgically... Like, not even, like, pro-surgeon veterinarians could have cut these organs out the way they, they no, found they these... No, they were, like, laser-cut. Laser-cut, like... They were, like, laser-die-cut And cowies. if that's really happening, who and why is the real question. Not not the fact that it's happening, but who and why. Because it is happening. There is pictures all over the fucking oh, yeah. place of this shit. Is There's cat That, like, actual, like, uh, like police departments and stuff have taken. Not, not just some fucking redneck just took a picture with the cell phone and posted it to Twitter. No, we're talking about, like, official... Law enforcement, like, investigations. Investigation detectives are like, "What the fuck is going on?" Because it was like happening once a week to certain farms and all over the and fucking United States, all the over cows? the world. What it is about yeah. cows? Because I okay, I've been to Roswell. Most people don't know this, but New Mexico is a super huge dairy place. Mm-hmm. So Roswell, Alien Land, also smells like cow butt. Back yeah. to the butts again. It's yeah. it's got a very healthy, which I love the smell of cows because I have a lot of them. But what is it about the giant headed, liquid brown eyed beasts that appeals to the alien invaders? Like. You no, look no. in our pop culture, like in most, well, uh, they do, they have, you look, you can get lost in a cow's eyes. It's, it's like, they, they have them in all our pop culture references in most, it's just so weird. What is it about bovines? Are they a little bit Why alien? do they want cow parts? Are they alien themselves? Uh-huh. Like, what's up with the cow thing? I found your, um. Well, your, they, they have found human corpses mutilated similarly but not to the degree to they the found degree. cows no. I, like the conspiracy theory of the underground war between the green berets and aliens the green berets and the aliens that's the one you found it yeah the that's year it. is 1979 the aftermath of a battle left 60 humans killed in action is that real though like what's if 60 it's people the, that's the alleged story but these, again this is like people whistleblowing okay supposedly, if 60 so. green berets died Possibly. Allegedly. No, I'm saying if they, if did, they did, they would have family members that would have said something, correct? Possibly. We were done. You would think v- the fucking. We're words. done with Vietnam in '79. Then again, when 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 the CIA comes up to you and says, "We'll give you fucking three hundred thousand dollars," yeah, shut the fuck up. True. And if I you say this. anything, we're gonna kill you and your whole family. It was in Dolce, New Mexico. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. Dolce, Dolce New, Mexico. New Mexico. And it's always New Mexico. Okay. I've what was been, the base? Does it say what I'm the looking, base? base I'm looking. Uh, Hickoria Apache Reservation, New Mexico, near Dolce, Colorado border town. Let's see. He claims this guy was working on the secretive underground base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. first became... Uh, let's look here. Let's guy's look. name. Joe Rogan's talked about Schneider. this Schneider. His name's Schneider. 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 Uh, he has like a picture here. Yeah. Like there's the um, base. Let me Google it. They don't just send Green Berets to New Mexico for no reason. Let's see. Bizarre. Deep underground military base in Dulce, New Mexico. <gasps> well, look at They'd absorb human and cow blood for sustenance. What the heck is in cows? What is it? Are they cows? I, I don't know. It's just called the Dolce base. It's, if you guys want to look this up, it's called the Dolce Wars. Oh, gosh. Did you know this guy came out with a story and two years later he killed himself with a catheter cord? Yeah. What? Yeah, no, this is this story is fucking phenomenal. At the time, the engineer said he began construction of the underground base. Let me look here. This is nuts. But it's weird because there's these Delta Force soldiers. You got you to gotta find that somewhere. But there's these Delta Force soldiers that supposedly came out and their stories matched exactly to this engineer that supposedly worked on the deep underground military base. They built a floor for the aliens to do human experimentation that was authorized by a treaty from the U.S. government. Well, and then this, one of the Green Berets sacrificed himself to save Schneider's life. Like, it was a full-scale battle with yeah, Stinky yeah. Gray. Yeah, this is all. So this is all of it. Okay. So that's a pretty it's a, it's big allegation. It is I'm a big saying, allegation. It, okay, I want to find out. I don't know if it's true. If 60 dudes died in the military, mm-hmm. all of those families would have but been notified. That guy, Schneider, he told himself. all of his family, 
if I commit suicide, it I didn't actually do it. Yeah, just like Jeffrey Epstein. And then he supposedly committed suicide, like with a, very soon after he told years. everybody that. Well, two they years. waited two years yeah. to get you know. But I'm just saying that's a little fucking whack. I think his family's even admitted that that's what he said. He admitted there was he alleged there was more than 1,400 of these bases all over the world. Uh, how would surprise he even, me. How would he even know that though? That wouldn't surprise me. Well. I see. And then you have all the, like the World War II Hitler oh, the, working well, the with Nazis, aliens conspiracies. They're so the, into the occult and the, that stuff. The Nazi they, Bell they, experiment. Yeah. It's it's too convenient that they were into the occult and I these know. stories are related. But that 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 story, the Schneider story, really always fascinated me. The Dulce New Mexico one because it's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> if that's real, it it only takes one of these crazy stories to be real to go, what the fuck. Well, and that's one thing also, too, being around... Uh, okay, my dad's a logger, mm-hmm. and loggers and fishermen can spin a tail. So my thing I've learned growing up listening to countless mazillion hours of dudes and women just BS their little hearts out, is a lot of times a story will come from an actual happening, and then it is woven into a narrative that is more exciting. Because yeah. humans, that's what we do to make a tale. Well, we used to have to do things by oral tradition. Tall tales. You, you had to make it memorable and you had, narr- you know, there's a whole field of study on this. Yeah, we talked about this before. When yeah. we were sitting around the campfire, you it was a social credit system. Things. Exactly. Yeah, you, if so, your story was fucking elaborate, even if it was a boring story, like you just went and got some firewood. And you tripped. But you tell a story that you went and you were going to go get firewood and a fucking Sasquatch came out and raped you. Yeah. You're going to get a lot more social credit in, in the tribe. Than- also, you'll remember not to do get the firewood at dark. You'll get it earlier in the day. There's all sorts mm-hmm. of mechanisms when it comes to how we talk to each other. Yeah. And I feel like that with the alien thing, I feel like stuff has had to have happened. It's For just it you have to spun get, out like that. How do well, you almost got to be a detective to get in there? So what you're about to read when you read the... Okay, so with Secret Machines, the first story, fiction story came out. And then alongside that, shortly after they released a quote-unquote fiction, mm-hmm. it's a documentary book basically called... No. God's Man and War. Yeah, this is the actual... Very good stuff. It's an official... it's a lot of it's ancient alien stuff and religion. It's weird. Tying all these weird... Like, it's basically a big poster board with the with the red thumbtacks and the red yarn going from thing to thing. But... An official secret um, machine's investigation of the UFO phenomenon. So it's, yeah. it's basically they're just who wrote, all of... Who was the author of that one? Um, This was DeLong and Peter Lavenda. Peter Lavenda, yes. Yeah. He's another one of the... He's a, he has a master's in religious studies and Asian studies. Yeah. So he, and oh, he speaks a variety of languages. So he's a, he's a professor. And edu- he's not what is word. Again, accredited An individual. academic. This is an academic. He, oh, and he likes, he's interviewed Nazis, Klanmen, occultists. So he, he actually, this is pretty cool. That, yeah. So, so this but, is more um, of a textbook. It, it, in, in yeah. the beginning of that book, it talks about a, what they, they, you can look this up. It's called the Cargo Cult. Um, I think it was an Amazon tribe or something or an African tribe. Anyway, the Red Cross were making these missions in the war. I think it was the Red Cross. I'm going to have to really like touch back up on this knowledge, but I'm pretty sure it was the Red Cross were doing missions and they were flying mm-hmm. helicopters in, flying supplies in. And um, this tribe who'd never had any contact with the outside world mm-hmm. had, were seeing these helicopters come in and bring supplies. Well, then the, they started like uh, actually interacting with the tribe and giving them the supplies well, then they just up and and uh, and just left after all the the mission was done or whatever. They left the fucking airport there and everything. And that's what we yeah we do that. So and they tore down camp and left. Well, the 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 tribe didn't know what the fuck was going on. They had no like they have no knowledge of the outside world. They don't know it's twenty twentieth century whenever this happened, right? So they'd never seen airplanes or helicopters or any of this shit. So they were so fascinated, but then it just stopped coming. So they thought they did something wrong. So what they started doing was building effigies. They built a mock airport, exactly like the one that 
they the Red Cross had put up, and they built these mock helicopters and stuff like that. Well, basically, what uh, Lavenda was saying in God's Man in War was it's possible that uh, like all of the ancient alien crap. Or like what the Egyptians were doing with their weird rituals for the afterlife and all this stuff. We were emulating these things we had no words for. We had no prior, like, uh, like we, we, uh, what's the fucking, we just didn't know. You have no context to describe No context, it. yeah. yeah no there was context no context in which to describe what was going on because whatever was happening was so advanced comparatively to what we had going on. So that maybe all of this UFO crap and all of this other stuff is, is us. Um, basically, and all the human sacrifice the Aztecs were doing and the pyramids and all this was all, uh, basically we were doing a cargo cult. Or similar well, to what well, we were trying to explain did. what we saw that we didn't understand. Yeah. And also, please don't hurt us. Exactly. Because I Do feel you want to look that up in the iPad or crypto cargo cult? I could look that up. It should come right up as the, the whatever's going right. on if you just type in cargo cult. Okay. Well, and it makes... We'll go into, I want to go into depth a little bit on that because it's fascinating. Okay. Because if Because in God's Man War, he talks about like all of these ancient rituals that the fucking Egyptians did and the Sumerians it's did, and not to mention there were there were societies who'd never come into contact with each other, mm-hmm. building fucking pyramids, all of a sudden over hundreds of th- and thousands of years, and how did they all come up with this math together and build pyramids well, together and shrines that are similar when they'd never contacted each other? And yet they did it. And but they all had these stories of beings to come back well, every five thousand years from the heavens. They text that. They could touch on that in the narrative. In the yeah, they kind of go into the narrative. A cargo cult is a millenarian belief system in which adherents practice rituals which they believe will cause a more technologically advanced society to deliver goods. These cults were first described in Melanesia in the wake of the contact with Western military forces during the Second World War. When was military forces then, I guess? Yeah. Well, because we did, we, if you go all over, I, I do, I, all it's over been Alaska, years since there I read are this. abandoned military bases from World War II. It's very surreal. If you ever get a chance to go on a field trip to one of those guys, I recommend it because yeah. it makes you feel like you're in a dystopian movie. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, that was a big thing they're marked by a number of common characteristics including a myth dream that is a synthesis of indigenous and foreign elements yeah because you're going to combine what you know with what you saw exactly try to explain what and then it gets passed down through generations and the story gets twisted a little bit too well and that's what i was talking about the twisting of narrative it's like how much of the stuff do we have from thousands of years ago that are still in our psyche that we're using to explain things that we don't need to use anymore yeah exactly which could be applying to this alien thing or ufology the phenomenon i'm going to keep saying it that way yeah it is a phenomenon the phenomenon gotta admit that so cargo no matter cults, what's going on, it's a phenomenon. Yeah, here's an article from Scientific American about cargo mm-hmm. cults of Melanesia. Uh, that is really... The, the, oh. But come on, guys. There are legitimately, I think, thousands of people who have come out and straight up, like, undeniably to them, have got abducted by aliens or have seen UFOs. And there's also tons and tons and tons and tons of pictures and videos in which some of it is fake and some of it is like, hmm, how did they fake that? Well, yeah, and, and and first you've got to, through inquiry, mm-hmm. like, first you got to deal with your own biases about how you feel about it, and then you have to separate all that stuff, and mm-hmm. then you've got to constantly be having new insights. And then you get fucking declassified Department of Defense videos coming out of actual craft that are defining fucking physics. I would just, At like, least based on physics and technology we know of right now. Can we have a system where, like, if you were willing to send an NDA and just, I don't know, they would never go for it. But I would like to just know this stuff. Plausible deniability is what God. it's built upon. Come on. Well, I feel like there's a lot of us that can handle well, it. What happened in Secret Machines 2, he was flying these experimental crap. Here's where it gets weird in the in the whole slow drip information thing. Um, in the pilot in the story, and this isn't spoiling too much, but... It's a good point where 
Um, in the UFO, in case it crashed, they had a little box containing a, uh, oh, a, yeah, a mannequin, not a mannequin, but like a... A humanikin. Or like, like a ma- basically an alien body. It was a rubber alien. A re- rubber alien body, just in case. So that was for plausible deniability. So if it crashed and somebody came upon it, it was like, this is a UFO. And then they sound like a fucking wacko when they go tell all their friends, mm-hmm. when really it was actually just a secret CIA fucking program. It was just a secret machine. Yeah. yeah. A Whether it was machine, from yeah. you, and, well, that's what's great. But that's about the books. whole. That's the whole thing. Is the book strides the line of: is this government technology? Is this alien technology? Is it both? And also, that was something else fascinating. It's not too spoily, but they didn't know what they how to even build this stuff. Yet they were still using it to fight battles. That's the part yep. that kicks me and just in the teeth. It's like we'll take something, and if we can make it work, if we can put the batteries in it, we will use it as a weapon. Mm-hmm. Even if we don't know how to fix it or repair it or build it or do it. And, and that's like, so that makes that story a little more plausible too. It's like, how much of the stuff are we using right now was reverse engineered from something we didn't even understand? Yeah, exactly. Like, is my cell phone some, one if, of those things? If you took a fucking iPhone and went back to like the medieval times, you're going to be blowing fucking people's minds. But think about the stories they would tell That's what I'm saying. It. The mythos that they would bring up. So then you have to realize that maybe there's stuff in our human narrative, the, the narrative of humans... That doesn't make sense with any of the experiences that we've had. Yeah. Like it has, it's added um, data. So it, it likes to bring up the, in God's Man of War, it likes to bring up the, the edited book of Ezekiel from the Bible that got taken out for the mainstream Bible. But you can actually go and read it online. Okay. Um, the book of Ezekiel. And it talks about these flying chariots that come down from the heavens mm-hmm. and these beings that are alien to us. They're ain't supposedly angels. And some of them are, and then it talks about the Nephilim, which is mentioned in the mainstream Bible, but it's more, it's the whole story of the Nephilim is in Ezekiel, which is, um, alien, uh, angels bred with man and created these hybrids called Nephilim. And they were giants and, they're like superheroes. Well, like the gods of ancient yeah. Greece. They were and, they had god tier powers. And then they bred more and more through. Well, so the whole uh, point of the flood was to wipe those things out. Yeah, but yeah, the whole point of the of the flood Supposedly. with Noah, the whole Noah's Ark story was. Um, and uh, by the way, most of a lot of a lot of ancient religions have a, a flood story, some story of a deluge or a flood or a, a mass extinction. Well, and you know, while you were talking earlier about this, I was thinking of John of Patmos because everybody likes to literally interpret Revelation. Okay, uh-huh, while I was yeah. there, that same figurative and symbolic language would think about being an ancient Roman person and seeing a freaking jet. Uh huh. Or, you know, a flying rocket suit, which we can visualize because humans have it, but not then. And so you are going to have to use the language you have and the abilities you have to project that in a way that is understandable. Yeah. And then, of course, modern humans will love to apply all sorts of reading into it, eisegesis, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think Tom DeLonge's trying to do is exegesis. He's trying to lead out what's already there. I think he knows way more than we do. I'm sure I'm sure he is, the circle that he's in he's got to know so much shit that we are would blow our fucking minds. It would just drive you crazy uh, to it not would drive be able me, to sell people. It would drives me crazy to not know what he knows now because we know he knows something. That is true. And all these people he's working with they know a lot. Like skunk works? Come on. Oh, they They're know. the ones coming up with all the fucking tech. They know like, things. DARPA and skunk works go hand in hand and they come out with all the robotics that we use that I mean the delivery drones for Amazon that they're going to use, that's coming from Skunk Works and DARPA, some of the tech. All those stupid little $5 drones you could buy at the gas station, drone technology was from the 60s, and it was developed by DARPA, or whatever DARPA was before then. Yeah, I don't think they were um, DARPA yet. But, uh, like, straight up, like, 
there's all these secret weaponized technologies that they develop. Then it comes out in the public sector as a $5 toy at the fucking gas station that we all take for granted. But it's like... And it's in the public psyche as butt probing. Um, Somebody brought up... Which just this is amazing. This is. I mean, we might not get into butt stuff this time, but I it's, think we it was a fun joke have in the beginning. To leave it here. Um, we'll stop in a minute. Yeah, because I, I'm not. Are you running into time? I'm not running. Well, no, but I have all the time in the world. It's right just now. that I, I do want to go on a little se- longer, but we can't. We'll then we'll soon. separate. And but I wanted things. to talk about how um, somebody brought up a good point one time. I'm trying to remember who it was. Maybe it was just a conversation I was having, but it kind of it was thought provoking, where the Roswell crash happened. Very shortly after that, all of a sudden, we developed the microchip. Yeah. And com- and bam, we had the tech, the That's computer said, revolution. Right after that, everything right after that, happened, like literally accelerated at a fucking we logarithmic scale. And then all of a sudden, hello, yeah. you know, like. That's somehow IBM all of a sudden came out with this fucking microprocessor that just no, exploded yeah. everything in society. And flight, look how much flight changed. Oh yeah, flight systems were changed forever after that, and it was all. Dude. I don't want to say it's caused by the Roswell crash or even that it was some kind of alien spacecraft, but it seems a little fishy that all of a sudden you can track it right to the Roswell crash to now there was this giant fucking like uh, explosion. explosion of technology. And it's like, where did that come from? Where, where did these ideas just come from like that? Yeah. And like, did we really build enough? Because he's in seven, from 1793 with the cotton gin to just, you know, there was a slow oh, progression. And Alex then, Jones no. was talking. Alex Jones talked about That's Uh-oh. where I got that from. Oh, uh, okay. Because he was on a fucking shit about aliens once. I would have liked him. And I was, I, I, I used to fall asleep to a show for everybody Lots of patriot know. points. There. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he, like, some, that was a good point though. Like, technology. Fucking exploded ever since 1945, I think, was when that was. Well, 47 is when Roswell happened. So, 45, we dropped the nuclear bombs. Yep. Which summoned all the alien spacecraft because they seem... There's also these correlations between nuclear bomb tests and nuclear reactors that we use for power and UFO sightings. There's somehow a correlation there. Do you think... Depending on official sources, I don't know. Well, and then we have people who are into conspiracy theories and stuff. We've had the capability to completely vaporize ourselves for 60-some years, no longer than that, 70 years now Mm -hmm. almost. And yet we haven't. Yeah, what was it? Um, uh, Right around the time we we developed our biggest nuclear bomb and... uh, Russia decided in the Cold War there was a big arms race and they wanted to have the biggest, baddest bombs. So Russia developed a bigger one. In theory, what they developed, they were scared might ignite the entire atmosphere and kill us all. So they dialed it back and it's still the biggest bomb that exists. Yeah. And would base it's a planet killer. Let's put it that way. Well, and Russia has a fucking planet killer, which means we have planet killers and there's probably thousands of them just sitting in a silo somewhere. Planet killers. Bombs. Well, anyway, they we made this these nuclear bombs. We finally cracked the fucking enigma of, of atomic energy, and then all, all, of sudden, of sudden, all of a sudden, UFO sightings everywhere. All of a sudden, one crashes, and all of a sudden, we have microchip technology, uh, supersonic flight, uh, all these different weapon systems for the military just came out of nowhere for for uh, fighter jets and shit. All sorts of materials. All sorts of CIA black projects coming any, out. The material change yeah. just optics. Massive. A lot of yeah. optics technology started around then too. Uh, television technology changed. Broadcast technology changed. All of these technological explosions happened correlatively to the Roswell crash, which I find a little odd. Yeah, we're not. And I'm saying, not saying anything, but it is a little odd. I'm just saying it's an odd correlation. That's well, all. and just it the could leap, be coincidence. But the leap forward since then, mm-hmm. you know, just so are we reverse engineering technology we didn't understand at the time? 
Or did we just develop finally the capability to did, do it? Did like, um, I, Oppenheimer, was it Oppenheimer, the nuclear bomb guy? Yeah. The, the Project Paperclip where we kidnapped all the Nazis from their prisons and said, hey, work for us or you're dead. And they're like, well, I'd rather choice. just work for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. tough choice. Well, I read a book about um, that recently, actually, yeah, that, did, about how we went. But they had far superior telemetry and rocketry and all this other shit the nazis who are into the occult and doing all these experiments with ufos and trying to find the holy grail and, and killing, all these mystical religious objects people when they still and, things yes and, they're and, nice people and they were experimenting with time travel and all this other stuff and they had they were the fucking top dogs in science like germany at the time and so we're like well we can't compete and all of a sudden we're in this arms race with, race with russia since germany fell so what do we do? We took all the knowledgeable scientists and op, um, they they created NASA shortly after this. Okay, yep. where did all these people get all this information? Also, especially when the Nazis were supposedly into the occult. I don't think things only shit. just fell in America. Yeah. That's all that, another thing. All that MK Ultra stuff started with the Nazis somewhere. Well, and think about it too. It's just landed in New Mexico. I think mm -hmm. there's there's been so many sightings. I feel like Russia is so secretive. If something landed there, we would just never know. About God it. knows how many's crashed in there. Or China, or yeah, yeah it's just it's a little hinky, right? Yeah. Like I don't know. And and there's again a lot of very credible people who who pilot uh, military aircraft. Like these are trustworthy or people. Even supposedly, people. they claim that when they're up there flying around doing shit, they see fucking these unexplainable aircraft all the time, and then we catch one on a targeting system, and it comes out on the news, and everybody knows about it now. But why are we talking more about it? We're all talking about COVID and shit, but we don't talk about We do. We talk about the Rona and Baby Yoda eating the eggs. It's, and it's really important to talk about these like technologies. This is a big thing. To, well, and that's why DeLong invented his to the stars category. Yeah. I, if he must Shout out to Tom DeLong, by the way. Yeah, because also you're trying to balance that line between facing ridicule and keeping something very legit. And, and it's, that's got to be hard. I feel like it's got to be hard. Oh, yeah. It's got to be worth it. He must know what he knows must be totally worth it. Oh, yeah. I, I, another book Tom DeLonge wrote or was a part of writing is uh, it's called Poet Anderson. It's a it's a young adult novel, but mm -hmm. it's really good. It's it's about um, lucid dreaming hmm. and how it uh, starts to like spill out into the real world. And this was all kind of right before the To the Stars Academy shit when he was so really deep into the UFO world. He also seems to be deep into the metaphysical mm -hmm. and maybe the possibilities that humans can attain through... You know, or maybe we're repressing. That's interesting because that also seems to go hand in hand with any study of aliens or UFOs is that the abilities beyond our own. Why do aliens have to have abilities beyond our own? Like, right. do you notice that that seems to be a theme? Like, we haven't left our planet's, you know, realm. Humans haven't. We've, we're just literally the moon is the farthest we've gone. How have these people been able to do that? Yeah. And exactly. Like, I don't. Mm, there's something that this bugs me about that there, and that. And if they did leave and come here, I, I the benevolent elder alien thing always yeah. kind of like cracked me up. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, the, 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 it's even uh, in the book that the, the, the King Zero Zenu. Yeah, like the being of light, and then they won't yeah. interfere because no, we can't interfere That's in bullshit. that. And I'm just like, That's and then bullshit, yeah. it seems like aliens are either the benevolent being of light or they're little jerks. Like, there's. Well, we I think we personify them. I think that we Make mythos, them mythologize them. Yeah, because we don't understand them. We don't understand the extent enemies? of their power. Uh, if ancient aliens guy is correct, that uh, George Sukalus or whatever the fuck oh, his that name guy's is, hair is Sukalus. Oh, fucking love that guy. But if he's correct and the ancient alien, ancient astronaut theory is correct, it's like uh, 
we were created as a genetic experiment by hybridizing all of these animals. So we're lab rats. Which uh, the Egyptians were really into that, by the way. They were. There's a lot of uh, uh, of ancient astronaut shit going on in, with the Egyptians. It's kind of interesting. Well, and um, what? And once again, is it just part of the humans trying to explain something narrative where they some of it's right, but not all of probably, it? Probably, yeah. I feel like that applies to... I, I love the cargo cult idea for the Egyptians, though. That's amazing. The cargo cult thing is interesting. They, they think that, like, their fucking sarcophaguses are like spaceships, and they fly around, and these pyramids are supposed to be these beacons of power. I, it's fucking... It's fascinating, man. Um, but anyway, I kind of want to talk about crop circles again real quick before... Or not again, but real quick before we end this. Okay. Because that's another fascinating phenomenon relating to aliens. Crop right? circles. Crop circles are weird. Um, so... I've never actually seen one in real life. Look up crop circles if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. They're kind of amazing because supposedly it's pranksters out there with a block of wood bending down these corn stalks in corn fields or wheat fields. Not and they make time. these they make these elaborate shapes that span sometimes for miles. But it makes you wonder how did they do that over in one night? It usually pops up overnight. Because the farmers would notice if it was a slow thing that they've done over like a week, right? And also, who'd want to waste like, their time? Even doing with that? twenty people, that wouldn't. How do you coordinate that and make these amazing, perfect circles in a fucking cornfield? You don't have a, this was before like camera drones, so nobody had an aerial view of the crop to to like coordinate these perfect, elaborate shapes. Crop circles are fascinating because, like, what the fuck is going on there? Well, and then it says even the number, if it is people, how in the, the world do they coordinate that? The number of crop circles that? has substantially increased from the seventies to current times. Is that because we have <sighs> because it's popularized? Yeah. Have we, also, we have the ability to look more at things instead of be working all the time. So it's like, that were there as many it, there, yeah. or is it because it's? Yeah. Well, I think even before the people came out and admitted to making crop circles and how they did it, mm-hmm. uh, there were crop circles before then. Well, yeah, and 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 it's fascinating. Again, it's 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 really trippy. There's Bauer and Chorley took credit for creating many of them in England, but then in England, yeah. But then history, yeah, the concept. But of how do they coordinate with the people making them in the United States at the time? Well, and just because. And some how of do them, they make these elaborate shapes and not get caught in the middle of the goddamn night where people have fucking guard dogs and shit? Well, and also just because some stuff is faux doesn't mean that it's all one of those it is. again yeah. with so much bullshit mixed in with truth that it's hard to separate the truth from the bullshit. So and sometimes I feel like you talk about the CIA. What if they like MI6 says, okay, we don't want people to know which ones are real. You two dorks go out there and make all these, and then we'll get, you can get busted. That's what was the end of uh, Secret Machines 2, I believe they were talking about that, how the CIA kind of makes people believe it's wackadoodle shit, but really it's like, oh, we don't even know what's going on, so fuck. Yeah, so we're going <laughs> to, but we got to keep plausible deniability, I'm not, so. I'm not fucking joking about the CIA, guys. If we're going to be afraid of anything, those motherfuckers are the scariest organization on the planet. Because of how secretive they do and the types of things that they do. And it's what they very, can get away with. Very scary. What they have come out and admitted to getting away with. Think about the stuff they haven't talked about. That's what I'm saying. That's terrifying. I'm terrified of the things they have admitted to doing. Think about what they haven't even told us they're doing yet, like these psyops and election meddling and shit. Um, my my husband. The COVID could have been a CIA. My thing. husband has two cousins who work for the CIA, which okay. kind of makes me nervous. Yeah. Do I have? Am I sort of by family family <laughs> responsible for some of this? Maybe. Now I'm feeling guilty. Yeah, <laughs> and he said the thing about CIA Black people is they're not the people you think they are. They are the least likely, you know. And they always make it look like James Bond like guys. No, it's some five foot seven. Oh, I would love it to be like that. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. not no, that. and I mean the story. There's the there's a bit of credence that. Um, MI6 is what ba- is James Bond is based about, which is their Operatives, CIA. Yeah. But they kind of did some of that stuff, and but they it was sensationalized to be a romance novel by Ian Fleming, and then it turned well, into a mo- one of the most yeah, successful movie franchises of all time. because it's f- it's fun. But well, there really is motherfucking secret agents out there spying on people. 
Yeah. Even I, corporations do it to each other. They send little spies in to infiltrate and get information, and they're like, oh, I can make a better computer than that. Oh, that's how they do it. Well, it's like, yeah, it's not even about having the best product. It's about getting the most market share. And so mm-hmm. with the CIA, MI6, all those, they're wanting the most knowledge, which is the most market mm-hmm. share. They're, they're all about accumulating data. Oh, and it's terrifying because, like you said, but they run just, experiments. That's the, the stuff scary that thing. they did on people that we found about that they did in the fifties and sixties do terrify me. Mm-hmm. And I think about, but this is sixty years later. What are they doing yeah. now? Sixty years. And I haven't even brought up their crazy drug running shit. Well, I think we could talk about that one on the whole episode yeah. because they did a lot. Of, in fact, I'll research for that one. But because that uh, dude, we should all be afraid of the CIA, and we should be afraid of the secrets. And like again, we're just got the fucking tip of the iceberg on this unidentified fucking phenomenon. We we really we're getting this is the beginning of it like what's gonna what's gonna have been disclosed in thirty years? Well, it's like I want Tom DeLonge and his consortium of smart people to be able to just let us know at least some of it because I would like to know what is real and what isn't so that I can think about it and separate my impressions yeah. that I've made in my life because I try to keep an open mind about it, but I still I want to shed that so that I can actually learn what is there because <laughs> I feel like there's some really neat stuff there. Whether you believe in the phenomenon, the phen- phenomenon is there. Whether mm-hmm. you believe it's aliens or, you know, technology or whatever. I want to know what's real in it. And me too. I-, I would like to know what I'm using in I'm my so life right now that has been reverse-, reverse engineered from these things. And was it something we've always had with us? Mm-hmm. Is there a benevolent overlord? I'd like to know that stuff. I just want these propulsion systems to become available because the idea of traveling that quickly to places and defying gravity with ease. And... Well, and just and yeah. being able to ju- the travel, the space exploration aspect of it. I'm always, I've always been fascinated by space exploration. I want to drive my car with thank you. I'm amazed that we have <laughs> a probe out there that's bajillions of miles away from the Earth, out past the solar system. It's finally left the, the technical boundary of the solar system. Mm-hmm. Um, event. It's uh, sadly, it's going to die soon. But it no solar energy. Ways. It's going to be gone. They're sending more out that are nuclear powered though soon. From what I've heard. Those should go for a long way. Mm-hmm. I love that they had the Mars rover fix itself by hitting itself with a hammer. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite That's thing. That's pretty ever. cool. That I read mm-hmm. that the other day. I'm like, I, I, <laughs> I fucking love what NASA's doing. I fucking love what SpaceX is doing. We are making leaps and bounds in space exploration uh, technology and, and the knowledge that we're gaining from the probes we have out there. So quit worrying yeah. about stupid stuff. Like we have yeah. all of these great things that There's people are fighting over. great things going on. The, people are so distracted yeah. right now by like the Rona and the oh. election and all this stuff. And it's Ooh. like... Let's talk about that. I, I want to talk about soup, uh, that movie. Um, you got distracted. God damn it. The Matthew McConaughey movie. In, Inter, Interstellar. Sorry. Why'd that slip my mind? I don't know. Real quick. But because that, the, oh, the, I, I love, love the, that uh, movie. That I movie is so intense. Movie. I've never felt that way from any other movie nope, in my life. I've it never. fucks your mind so hard. But it's like about uh, Earth is dying and they have to send these astronauts up to... The somehow a wor- they built a wormhole to another galaxy and they think that there's Earth-like planets that we can inhabit... Because we can't just save the Earth. That movie made anyway, me feel like I was in a car crash oh, the entire I time. The time dilation shit fucked with me hard. I know. I was like, I can't. I can't. But I it explores all these really cool. And then all the damn corn. Mm-hmm. The corn made it worse. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Oh, yeah, that's okay. I, I was like, they, <laughs> but basically, um, they they go to this other galaxy. I don't fuck you. Spoiler alert. They go to this other galaxy it came out six through years a wormhole. Ago. Now all the craziness aside with the wormhole shit. Um, they get on these planets. Every, like, I think it was every minute on that planet was 30 years on Earth because mm-hmm. of time dilation and relativity and wormholes and crazy shit. Um, but anyway, they, they end up like 40 or 50 Earth years exploring these three planets. Turns out none of them are actually inhabitable f- for humans. 
well, anyway, they're like, well, we're fucked down. They were trying to get back, and some problems happened with the ship, of course, because it's a drama. And so they had to uh, lose weight on the ship. So one of the astronauts got to go back to Earth and give the data and the bad news, right? Well, in doing so, um, to get the momentum required to get the ship back to Earth, uh, they had to... Matthew McConaughey had to eject a separate part of the ship, and it goes and gets sucked into this super giant black hole called called Gargantua. The most amazing part! Oh my god, the the fucking scaling that they that Christopher Nolan had directed into this movie with the black hole. It looks so cool. Thank it's you. so fucking cool. But it made me so goddamn scared of black holes because of just how immensely the crazy way, they are. The mechanism of it. Yeah, but then he gets sucked into a black hole, and it ends up like sucking him into a tesseract, which is a three D representation of a of the fourth dimension so he's able to go and communicate with his daughter through time because the message of the movie is love and gravity are the only two things that transcend into the fourth dimension of time so his love for his daughter is enabling him to communicate with her because love because love. it's because it's a christopher nolan movie and he wants to fuck with you uh, anyway he's it like did. I only watched he's able once. to like manipulate the fourth dimension through a third dimensional construct in which somehow we had built in the future allowing us to transcend the fourth dimension and build this thing over immense amount of years so that he can find it at once he goes into the black hole which sends him into the fourth dimension it's some fucking trippy shit if you haven't seen the movie holy fuck i think they did a best probably one of the best movies ever made as far as filmmaking directing story writing editing visuals visuals fucking immaculate movie there's some wacky there's some is there some stretches made in suspending yeah, your disbelief? As far as making you feel all uncomfortable of the are, and to have to think, yeah, that movie the, oh, checks man. every box. But that that visual representation of these concepts of time and space are very accurate, and it's it really makes you think about things. But it turns out, kind of the message on that is at first. Their AI computer called SARS, he think or TARS or something. TARS. TARS yeah. He thinks that it's an alien being or alien species that made the Tesseract, but really Matthew McConaughey comes to the conclusion that it was uh us from the future, because we transcended time. And basically he's able to send the quantum data to his daughter through manipulating like a bookshelf yeah, called bookshelf really theory it's actually bookshelf. based on a real yeah. uh real quantum theory called Who the bookshelf the theory screenplay i need to look fucking that up. i don't that know look that, that up okay, that person good shit right that there. screenplay blew my mind i just kept, i had to sit and stare at the wall for that but long, it, it but. ends up like he he gets back to earth and he hasn't aged much because of time violation but he's like his daughter's older than him and on her deathbed yeah. it's fucking tripping Oh, God, it's so powerful. I'm going to go watch that later, actually. Yeah, I think I, I might. fucking love that movie. I only watched it once because it messed with my mind so the, much. The other space movie I love is Gravity with Sandra Bullock and George Clooney. Yeah. Very underrated movie. Terrifying. It's about the... Uh, they're on the space station, and it's in the future a little bit, and um, uh, a defunct space station crashes into the, our international space station, and they get fucking... Uh, Sandra Bullock gets trapped in the ever expanding velocity of going you know she gets she gets thrown from the space station and it's just going forever because if if an object is in motion in space without it any friction to stop it going. it will go forever if we fired a bullet into space it would go it forever and ever something. and ever until it hits something or it goes into like some kind of a dense gas cloud to stop it until there's a forces exerted that to cancel it out what? And so gravity is about like she gets jettisoned from the fucking uh, international space station while it's getting blown up uh, and like has to somehow save herself. She ends up like 
somehow intercepting the velocity of a different space station. So she gets in like a Russian capsule that was there and has to fly back to Earth. It's really fucking intense. Yeah. Really thrilling movie. I love it. I like thrilling. The Nolan brothers wrote that movie. They did? Yeah. For the screenplay and all that? It says, which had its origin in a script Jonathan developed in 2007, and then he produced it with his wife. So the brothers wrote that. That what? Are, what are those two? Is in their DNA? Are they aliens? Because be. that was beyond. I know the Wachowski sisters are the guys who wrote the Matrix that are girls now. Are they girls now? Yeah. I didn't know. They that. got sex changes. Now I they're girls. How? Do, how? What? How did they miss? They that? came out like recently and said that that was that was the movie was an allegory for trans rights. I guess. Look yeah. it up. The Matrix. Was? Saying, yeah. No. Come on, I'm telling you. That's, I read this a few a few weeks ago. I was like, no way, but that's cool. I, I have nothing against trans people or their rights or anything. That's cool. No, I don't either. I love the fucking movies are phenomenal. Like, we'll, we'll do an episode on simulation theory soon because it's it ties into all of this stuff. I didn't know that this was a thing. Oh, Lana and, and Lily now. Lana and Lily. What were so they, they before? They were Larry what and Andy. Andy. Andy and Larry Wachowski. Yeah, but now, and now they're, they're Lana, Lana and Lily. And Lily. Seriously, though, good fucking movies, guys. Those Matrix, yeah. so many cool ideas from that. I I, oh, uh, I love the simulation theory. Film recognizes trams. Interesting, well, I'm Yeah, they came out and admitted that there's I, a lot maybe of they're it. retconning that. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's cool. Well, they made cool. it good so for they them. can do whatever they want. It's, that's cool they for them. They were good movies. Yeah. I enjoyed, you know. A lot those of people, are cult classics and they will be forever. Oh, I watched one. In the Even I Elon Musk believes we're in the Matrix. Like, come on. Well, uh, quantum is, one of the main things yeah. of quantum is that we are in a simulation. <coughs> so. I think we are simulating, yeah. There are um, times that I think about. How we could be. Here's the thing, though. Like, all these crazy ideas and stuff, what's real and what's not anymore? Well, Quantum physics and... Is it but, that... I, but, my, okay, my point behind... Thing, here's why I wanted to bring up Interstellar. Oh, okay. Because there's another theory that aliens are time travelers because they've... Def- they've They're beyond they've the been, They've developed technologies to bend gravity in so fucking much that they broke the fourth dimension and are able to... Be beyond it. Be beyond it. And they, some people think it's us and we crack the code and then that's just... They think it's or us from the future. Alex Jones, how he puts it, is they're interdimensional beings. We've said that a many times. That on Joe hits Rogan, on it on in the show. second book there that yeah. they because the, the spaceship just, blinked in and out is metaphysical. No. Here, here's a good analogy for that. And again, it's just like all these stories we make up because we don't have any context. But if you want context to understand this in an easy way, and this is just based on what I understand, but a good analogy is um, when you when you draw a cartoon, mm-hmm. you're making a three dimensional representation. Using only two dimensions. Yes. And it blows your fucking mind. And it's like, wow. And you get immersed in it, right? Yes. What if there are dim- beings in like the fifth dimension or who can who can travel through the fifth dimension? Let's say they're, they're fifth dimensional beings. Okay. Okay. Let's say that they're able to um, manipulate the third dimension much like we draw a picture on a piece of paper. Yeah. They don't, they're not. They're able to time. like we're basically just a big D&D game and they're able to like. Watch us and look at it and 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 the time doesn't matter to them because they can travel through the fourth dimension just like we can move up and down and forward and backwards. Well, yeah, they can move through time in that way and through the other um, possibilities through time because if it's, it's holographic and each each quantum point represents probabilities of what could happen, they can travel through those different possibilities. And what if they can just manipulate all well, that? Well, think about it. We're limited. We that's have what to, God is. We have, to li- we have to live by the rules of the third dimension because we're limited to it because mm-hmm. that's the system we live in. If you are beyond it, then obviously it's going to look like just blow our minds, but it's actually quite simple. Mm-hmm. 
That makes sense. Well, yeah. So they're watching us like we watch a fucking uh, movie on TV. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's all. So, but and not even watching us. They're able to manipulate it. They're able to change the probability points. Are we ever going to be able to understand it if we're limited by this dimension, though? Because these are if if this is real, these are like sentient beings that are so they're in a dimension we can't even literally comprehend. We can write mathematical equations about it. We just we can't like empathize with the idea. Like we can't put ourselves it's in that dimension. We can't imagine what it would be by like. Our rules. So that's why it was so amazing. The visual representation of that in Interstellar was like, oh, that somebody was able. Well, as I said, how much drugs? Yeah. Like, cause well, he, they were also the ones that did that movie Inception, oh, which God. was the, the dream within a dream bullshit, where it's like multiple realities, holographic, multiverse Maybe theory. Maybe they really are fucking good shit. Nolan's amazing. Maybe they're interdimensional beings themselves. Could be Alex Jones. We should ask him. I want to know. Nolans yeah, Alex Jones thinks like we should ask. Him. Alex Jones thinks the same thing, where it's like. These are just interdimensional. Be- These are beings in in a higher dimension that are able to be able- and maybe. What are they talking Just like us? when we, just like when if we have to draw on two D a balloon floating up, you just see the circle expand and get smaller, right? Mm-hmm. It's really hard to say this on a microphone and not show you, but like maybe that's maybe ghosts and these UFOs and stuff. Maybe these are just like. Glimmers. Reflections of the or that happening, and we're only seeing lines, but we don't we don't see the higher dimension of it. Well, like when you get a glimpse ta- of something, how time moves through the probability. When you get a glimpse of something that's just on the outside of your your view, mm-hmm. maybe that's what ideas are. Hmm. I don't know, maybe we're lot. translating. Maybe we're translating quantum probabilities through ideas th- through our human body. In this maybe that's what consciousness is. Well, something doesn't exist until we observe it. Correct. Mm-hmm. Now I got a lot bouncing around in my brain, though. We're in a simula- We're in the Matrix, guys. We've it's fucking undeniable. Are. We've cracked the source code. I That's what uh, the quirks and uh, what are the other ones? Quirks and all the fucking subatomic particles. We've cracked the goddamn source code, and now we're reverse engineering it, trying to figure out what this simulation is about. And I think that's why Meta. We were talking about this. Yesterday. Oh yes, and I'm kind of I'm kind of joking, but I'm kind of not. But like meta, everything's meta. Right? Everything the the last episode we talked about these buzzwords the news uses. It's meta. Right? One of those words it's just in the social paradigm right now is meta all over the fucking place. Meta this, meta this, metaverse. Spider Man's in a fucking metaverse now all it's of a sudden. Meta. Like come on. It's so um, meta. So what if that is becoming more of a popular thing because we've realized that we're in a simulation. We broke through the fourth wall, and we're starting to touch the outside of the fifth wall. So even talking about existential things is mm-hmm. meta. Mm-hmm. I think our people. podcast is pretty meta. I think it is, too. But that's because... Yeah. Oh, we t- we partook in Theta the other <laughs> yes, day. Yes, we we yeah. did Yeah, speaking so of meta, we, of two times, we were watching... Right. My, my wife does a Twitch streaming. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chris Cat Chris Gamer. K-R-Y-S-C-A-T-G-A-M-E-R on Twitch and on YouTube. Um, she was Twitch streaming a game, and uh, Katie and I were talking on the chat in Twitch, mm-hmm. and then we were also uh, messaging each other through Facebook Messenger about stuff we didn't want to go on the chat in Twitch about, like, the viewer counter was all over the fucking place and stuff. And then, and then Katie's like, if only we had another platform we were chatting on, and I was like, challenge accepted, and I, I sent her a text message as well that's not Facebook Messenger, so I was like... Theta. I was like, are we meta chatting right now? That's theta. Yeah. So that's, oh, it's fucking weird because three metas. Yeah, that's our new uh, so, thing. We're theta chatters. We're theta chatters. Yeah. We, we broke through. We've we broke transcended. Through. Yeah. We, we're now transhumanists. We have got chat, no longer chatter. can we just talk yeah. about ourselves doing a thing we're talking about. We're doing it three to the power of three. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of how. And we we're going to go even further beyond it because next time I'm also calling her on the phone and we're going to do a Skype chat on a separate device. 
I don't even know what. And like, it's gonna be like it's you know the infinite that's an mirror. Omega. Have you seen the infinite mirror? Yeah. That's what it's gonna be like. It's but just with gonna, yeah, yeah. See, we're gonna go even further. Like the auditory infinite mirror. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, this has been one of my favorite conversations we've had so far. I it's fucking crazy. love aliens. I fucking love simulation theory. I fucking love interstellar. I love all these wacky quantum concepts. I love that the government's lying to us because I want to know what they're really hiding. You don't hiding. love the CIA, though. I don't love the CIA. They I'm fucking scare the shit out of me and I'll say it over and over again for the rest of my life. If Brady's found dead, it is not like a Jeffrey Epstein thing. We're just gonna, we're gonna talk. Exactly. Like that, uh, right? yeah. I'm, if I'm found dead, I did not commit suicide. I yeah. was not murdered. Yeah. Well, I was murdered, maybe, but it was, it's not like you think. Wait a second. Does that mean the aliens just... Well, what you guys you? don't know, and I've admitted this before, is that I am part of the Illuminati and mm -hmm. I'm a misinformation agent. And a shill for the uh, the corporate interests. I'm just a hobbit, and mm -hmm. Tolkien is his world is real. Yeah. I'm, I'm just a shill for hypothesis. You're a shill for hypothesis. And they're a shadow government that wants to do evil things. I feel guilty by association right now. <laughs> Seriously, though, hypothesis. We've applied the three eyes today to aliens. I think a little I bit. Think and we definitely have. next episode we're going oh, into we'll go back. we're going back in aliens and simulation theory because I fucking love this topic. I'm gonna go read God's I can't Man stop and War. Thinking I'm about gonna it. read God God's oh, yes. Man and War this week by um, Tom DeLonge and his friend. I think I'm gonna go. Name? Peter Lavenda. I think I might snag that again because I've read, read the first two fiction books and now I'm gonna read. It the talks about one. if you guys have ever watched Zeitgeist the documentary. It's called Zeitgeist the movie on you. You can watch it on YouTube, but they've edited out the music, which made it really cool. I fucking hate intellectual property right now but anyway uh we'll go look up zeitgeist zeitgeist the movie there's five of them i think um they're all really cool but in one of them it talks about how like the story of jesus relates to all these other ancient stories but really it's just an allegory for this uh the seasons and the sun and the seasons changing and the, how the uh how the uh, galactic year changes different prospects of stuff the birth, galactic year being birth, death, um, and how many times so okay the earth is revolving around the sun the sun is revolving around the Sagittarius A black hole in the middle of the Milky Way galaxy, by the way. It's called the Galactic Year. If you didn't fucking know about that, just Google Galactic Year. And it's going to blow your goddamn mind because you most of us don't think that. Oh, that's right. We're also spiraling around a black hole. Well, and eventually we're all getting sucked into it. Or it'll get so dense before we get sucked into it that it'll super, super explode and we're all dead anyway. So, hey. Steampunk's got it, right? Everything's Space clockwork. Space is cool, guys. Everything's clockwork. Everything's clockwork. Everything's clockwork. Space is fucking cool, man. We need to learn more about it. You need but to sound like Matthew McConaughey. You need to go yeah, watch Interstellar. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen True, True Detective, fucking great Matthew McConaughey shit. is just cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, but real quick before we go... Um, inside of every black hole is a whole nother universe of infinite proportions and in those universes is multi-black holes and it's a big hologram. It just goes men in black. The end of that mm -hmm. story, the it's end of exactly the first one is. is just over and over and over and over it, and over. It, I don't it, even know if it ends. It can't not be like that. I think the more we learn, the, the more we realize it can't. There's so much just... Oh, but then it's going to break your mind thinking and, about it. And to know that literally everything is made out of the same subatomic particles arranged differently. That, that's why people need to quit Moving throwing at different fits speeds. over it's all things frequencies. that other people have because yeah. we're all basically the same stuff. Draw a wave on a piece of paper. That's what everything is. It's all it is. Little, little oscillations. Um, it's, it's, it's particles popping in and out of probability. That's literally what quantum physics describes reality as. There's not really a definitive answer to everything. There's multiple theories, but they all revolve around the idea that it's just particles popping in and out of reality. And when they pop out of reality, they're possibly Somewhere existing else. in a different... Universe, multiverse, hologram, matrix, interdimensional beings, aliens, crop circles, 
We've covered a lot of cool topics. We have today's convo has been excellent. I fucking love it. I wish we could go another hour or two. Yeah, we'll do that next week. But uh, I think it's time to wrap it up. My brain hurts now, so I, I need a cookie. Uh-huh. All right, bye. Bye. Butt stuff.